the children come Don't dare drive them away And then the kingdom comes Hear the holy foolish things they say The springtime of their life decides The adults they'll become So let the children come Please let the children Welcome to Children's Bible Journey, with stories and songs just for kids. We have a dramatized Bible story coming up, but let's get today's program started by singing praises to our awesome God.
about Jesus sure makes your heart feel happy. We'll do some more singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. Yeah, it must be the new man the overseer promised to send this week to help with the shearing. Ah, well, that's quite a climb up here. Yeah. Um, Micah sent me, said you needed a new man. Is this uh, Job's herd of sheep? One of Job's herds. Yes, uh, Micah said he would send me a helper. Done much uh, shepherding before? Oh, yes, I know my job, though I'm new in these parts. Uh, does this uh, Job have many sheep, then? Your new boss is just about the richest man in Oz, that's all. Oh, he's got 7,000 sheep. 7,000? That's just part of the story. He also has 3,000 camels and 500 yoke of oxen and 500 she-donkeys. Well, he must be one of those stony-hearted misers who ruin everybody else just so they can make more money. And don't even have a good time out of it. <laughs> Say, you are a stranger. No mistake. No, the boss isn't like that at all. He's a good man, and a happy one, too. Why, he's got ten children and seven sons and three daughters, all grown up now with their own homes, and he's he keeps a great household. Why, they're always giving feasts to each other. And what's more, my lad, his, his workers are the best looked after in the land. Oh, he's strict enough, but fair. If you do your work, there's nothing he won't do for you and your family. We mustn't stand here gabbing all day. There's work to do. Uh, here, let me show you what I want to do. Job. Job, dear. Remember, you've got to get through your work early. We're going to our eldest son's house after dinner tonight. Oh, yes, yes, my dear. I've not forgotten. Oh, but first, I want to finish this letter. Uh, I'm almost done. I want to send for that new physician. Micah's children are still not well. They're such good children. They have you to thank for that, my dear. There. The note's done and sent. Let's get ready and go, or we may be so late the, the feast will be over. Another helping of pomegranate sauce and wafers, Mother? No, thanks. I've had more than enough already. Where's Father? I thought he was here with you. He was, but he left. Something about an accident one of the servants had. You'd think he'd forget business once in a while. Not your father. He never forgets business or anything else. He's one of the most thoughtful and kind men imaginable. No. He is completely unselfish and dedicated to the welfare of others. And he's my father, and I love him too, you know. <laughs> What? Wake up. It's daylight. Oh. And I'm going out to make my daily sacrifices. Oh, can't you ever start the day without those endless sacrifices? You know I always offer sacrifices for our children. You're a good man, Job, and I... I'll see that the servants have breakfast ready when you return. Thank you, dear. Hold up a moment. I want to speak with you. Yes, sir. 
Uh, unhitch the oxen from the plow and feed them. It's about noon anyway. Uh, while I talk to the boss's son. Yes, sir. Well, how's the plowing going, Chapin? On schedule, Master. Any difficulties? Oh, no, sir. Everything's going along perfectly. Well, Father wanted to be sure. Fine man, your father, sir. None finer. It's a pleasure to work for him. Yes, Master. The camels are faring nicely, sir. Just as usual. You know, it's almost as if there were some special blessing attending your father's flocks. Perhaps there is. I don't know. Is there anything you need? Oh, no, sir, no. Your father's an unusual man, sir. Very unusual. is in readiness, sister? I think so. I just rode by father's place. He and mother can't come to the feast. Why, they never miss these family affairs. Why this time, I wonder? Well, all father said was that we're to go ahead and enjoy ourselves. His blessing, as usual, will be with us. Does everyone have a high opinion of Job? continue the Bible story tomorrow. And if you would like to have these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible in Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye.
Hi, Grandma. Well, hi, Mariam. Did you come to visit your old grandmother? Oh, Grandma, you're not old. You're just very mature. <laughs> Sounds like something your daddy would say. So tell me, sweet granddaughter, why did you come to sit on my porch on this lovely spring evening? Actually, I'm here to talk to you about what it's like to be you. My teacher at school wants us to find some interesting characters in our town and ask them about life. Well, I'm flattered to be considered interesting. Okay, question one. What was your greatest achievement in life? That's easy. My son, your daddy, he grew up to be a fine man. Dad, he's your greatest achievement? Yep, and fruit salad. People really like my fruit salad. Fruit salad. Okay. Question two. If you could live your life again, what would you do different? Hmm. That's a tough one. Probably some would say, I don't want to make the same mistakes. But it's our mistakes that teach us the most. So I wouldn't change that. And I'd spend more time praising and less time complaining. What do you mean? I'd spend more time thanking God for my blessings and less time complaining to him about my problems. Most of our problems are the result of our making bad choices. So why complain to God because we messed up? Thanks, Grandma. You know what? You are an interesting person. Jesus wants to be our friend. He has placed in our hearts a desire to share our deepest secrets and brightest hopes with Him. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists.
The animals came a-walking to the ark that Noah made. The kitty cats came a-walking, a-walking, a-walking. The kitty cats came a-walking to the ark that Noah made. The birdies came a-flying, a-flying, a-flying. The birdies came a-flying to the ark that Noah made. The elephants came a-walking. Down again when they hear 
boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 11, Back at the Shoebox. Anyway, that's part of what happened when we got back, Dee Dee explained to Mrs. Shoe the next weekend at church. Is that all? Mrs. Shoe asked. Dee lowered her eyes. No, I guess I learned a lesson too. Ruth wanted to explain why she was trying to kidnap Zach, so she took me to meet her mom the next morning. I guess I didn't realize that there are lots of people who have a lot less than I do, and sometimes it's just too expensive to have a pet. It takes a lot of time and money to care for a pet. Lots of people forget about food and veterinary bills, Mrs. Shue added. That's right, Dee Dee agreed. Anyway, since Ruth and Eagle Feather's mom couldn't afford to keep a pet, Ruth decided she would kidnap one for her brother to play with. She thought she could keep Zack in a secret hiding place. Dee Dee paused and took a deep breath. The lesson I learned was that I shouldn't judge people. Sammy cleared his throat. That's a good lesson for us all to learn. Jenny, Chris, Willie, and Maria agreed. On our last night there, we invited Ruth and her brother and her mother over for supper with us, Sammy said. And Shorty, too, Jenny added. I tried to show him how to drive a wheelchair. Willie tried not to laugh, but I think I'm better at riding horses than he is at driving wheelchairs. He kept running into stuff. That's very true, a deep voice drawled behind the shoebox kids. Everyone laughed as the tall man with a red mustache and red hair furrowed his bushy red eyebrows thoughtfully. Thank you for inviting me to church, Shorty said. You kids have really helped me to believe in Jesus again. Dee Dee wondered if she saw a tear in Shorty's eye. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 10, Adventure on Wild Horse Mountain, written by Eric Stoffel, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Let the children come. Don't dare drive them away. And then the kingdom comes. Hear the holy foolish things they say. The springtime of their life decides the adults they'll become. So let the children come, please let the children come. Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Life Talk Radio at lifetalk.net.